Pokémon. like 90% of why we have hands. Right, yeah, it's <laughs> masturbation purposes. Masturbation And eating purposes. sandwiches. And eating sandwiches. <laughs> Obviously. Oh my god. Well, that being said, hello everyone. Hello. Welcome to Anyways, How's Your Sex Life? Welcome. We are your freaky hosts. I'm Chana. I'm Corey. And we are taking you on a magical journey for this New Year's Eve New Year's. special night. Happy New Year's. 2018 has been wonderful. One, we started our podcast, which has been great. Yes. And 2019 will be even better because we are continuing our oh, podcast. Oh, you want to like know a buzzkill, like limp dick New Year's fact well, God about damn it. me? Yeah. Do we want to start at low? We'll start low. We'll start low so, so we, we get high. A insert dun 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 dun. Snoop Dogg's like, you're um, sued. He's like, you're fucking sued. You're fucking sued. <laughs> I'm like, I, I would allow Snoop Dogg to, to, to sue us. I would allow Snoop Dogg to sue me to death. Because then I could be like, Snoop Dogg sued me. Like, who can like say he that? cared enough about me to, but, to sue me. Right, barely anyone can say sue, Snoop Dogg right? sued them. Like, that's basically our 15 minutes of fame. Pretty much. Anyways, low point. I have never had a significant other during New Year's to kiss. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. It's sad. That is sad. It's okay. Low point. One point. <laughs> one day you'll have one for many, many years. One day. One day. We'll get there. Every year, like, one day. Boost just looks at me. He's like, Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, uh, like, he's like misty eyed. <laughs> it's well, okay. High point. <laughs> high point. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. You're listening to this podcast. High point. High point. Done. Uh, We're done being so depressed. So if you want to be Corey's New Year's kiss, <laughs> here I am pimping out Corey again. Right. Two episodes ago. $100. Oh, wait, $69, $69 for hand jobs. So I guess like $11 for a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing math <laughs> or here. Or 13 So yeah, if 13. you live in Utah and you want a kiss from Corey, just Venmo me 11 bucks. No, no, no. If you don't live in Utah, because then that means that you don't live in Utah and we would actually work out. True. So fly out to Utah for New Year's Eve. I'll pay, pay me $11 and I'll whore out Corey for you. Happy fucking New Year. Which, like, when this podcast comes out, you have, like, six hours to get here. Yeah, so get your fucking ass here. So get your fucking ass. <laughs> I better get a Venmo request now. Like, my, yeah, like, her phone better go cha-ching. Yeah, it better be fucking vibrating like in my pussy an pocket. hour after I post this podcast. Yeah, you fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> on, that, on that note, Happy New Year's, everyone. Happy New Year's. We hope you guys are having a safe and wonderful night. And if you're tuning in tonight on New Year's, good for you. You're staying at home drinking wine. That's our favorite thing to do. Yes. If you're listening to this later that week, congratulations. It's 2019. What are you going to be doing? I will be in California. Okay. I guess I'm in California. Are, are well, we no, you can, because, like, they get that. We've recorded this two days, three of it before. Yeah, we were recording this before, obviously, because yeah. Corey and I are both away you, from Yeah, other. we always record the week before. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so I am going to be in California for New Year's with Jordan. My first yeah. New Year's Oh, and with they Jordan. technically know we're recording this earlier, but it's fine. Whatever, we're ignoring that. But technically, we'd be re- whatever. 
So yeah, I'll be in California with my family and Jordan. My very first New Year's with Jordan. Cute. So it will be very fun. Um, yeah, normally I try to do like every other year because last year I was here for New Year's. We always just try New Year's plans here and it's always a fail. No, key to having a good New Year's is not trying to plan the biggest bomb-ass New Year's you've ever had. Because Corey and I have tried year after year and every year. It just year, doesn't work. We had that fun uh, Olympic year because we... That was because fun. We did what my family does. Yeah. We do family And aerobics. that was when we early on were just like, let's just show up at the house and have fun. Yeah, exactly. And we did. But anytime we try to plan parties, it never works. Oh my God, ever. we got so drunk that night. I literally remember us playing a video game drunk. And what then the next moment I remember is Ch- David and I standing in the snow with our shirts off. Oh, That's yeah! all I like. Literally, it's like us playing video games, taking shots. That. And then Oof. number of minutes, maybe hours later, I'm standing without shoes and my shirt. Like just in my pants Jesus in the snow. Christ. We had a lot of Polaroids of that. That reminds That's cute. me because that was the oh, very our, first like, night we had sexy nineties. Yeah, our sexy mm-hmm. sexy nineties photos. Ooh, okay, we should post. Okay, we're gonna post a picture of us from that year, New Year's on New Year's Eve. So you it literally looks look like, like we are Gen Xers. Yeah, it looks like we're in Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, like it totally yeah. does. It's it's cool. I like it. I like that photo. It's a great photo. We have to recreate that. We have Polaroids for a fucking reason. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> to Love give Polaroids. us those vintage aesthetic. 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 But yeah, aesthetic. Happy New Year's, Word everyone. Of generation. Today we're going to scare you guys and confuse you guys. No, seriously, both of ours are like mind fucks. Mine's oh, just confusing. And the reason hell. why they are mind fucks is because. <gasps> so there is a big tradition, a big American tradition of watching the Twilight Zone on new year or like on the 31st into new years a lot of like spike tv used to do this a lot i think i could be wrong if it was spike tv um but other channels will do this and have marathons of the twilight zone and i didn't know that until a few years ago when i got into watching the twilight zone because it was on netflix and i think it still is on netflix i can't remember i had a teacher in elementary school where she was obsessed with the twilight zone they're like every good. day she would play an episode from the Twilight Zone. Yeah. That's how I like started my day for like a full year. That's awesome. It was awesome. It was super fun. No, the Twilight Zone is good. If I remember that teacher, I'd say They shout hold out to up you. well too. Like they're uh-huh. not there's like two or three that are still scary ish. But most of them are just like creepy and spooky and like, ooh, that's a cool idea. Yeah. Like that's cool that they had that idea in the fifties. And you can see like all of our media is somewhat inspired to a point by the Twilight Zone. Yeah, so just to like quickly reiterate, so people watch Twilight Zone and they do marathons to go into the new year because it's sort of a trippy idea to be like, oh, five minutes ago it was a different year. So we were searching for stories that were Twilight Zone-ish. So they're just mind fucks, basically. Like on top of like some of most of our episodes are mind fucks. Our stories are mind fucks anyways. But this one we were really searching for like what the fuck is going on. Unexplainable. Yeah. You're left with more questions than you had when you first fucking started. Exactly. More that, yeah. questions than answers. Yeah, like as we give you more information, you have more questions. Yeah. That's a perfect – yeah, good job. That, that like, is fucking awesome. Thank you. Yeah, good job. Good, you get a gold star today, Champagne. Jenna. No, oh. that was – like, that is perfect, Jenna. Yeah, that's exactly what we're going for. So – So fuck you, guys. Let's <laughs> – So suck our fucking – I ruin it. I'm like, so suck my cards. dick. Suck our fucking dicks and clits. And edit it. No, suck my clit. Suck Jenna's dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, let's just jump into your faggot fact. Okay, so five most common New Year's resolutions for gay men. Suck dick. Do we want to go into our New Year's resolutions? Is that what we want to do before I do this? 
Should we do it before or after? I don't know. Probably after. Okay, after. Okay. If we so, remember. quick guess from you. What do you think are the five most common New Year's resolutions for gay men? Okay, Go. in all seriousness or jokiness? No, seriousness. Okay. Just I try and get it off. It's to become physically fit. Okay. And to get a better body. Okay. Which sounds super Ding, ding, shallow. ding, ding, ding. Um, That's number one. Okay, it's to maybe come out to their families. Uh, that's a good guess, but that's not on this top five. Uh, oh, interesting. Uh, suck more dick. So, okay, three more guesses. Okay, let's see. Are these goals very gay in a sense? Or are they, um, like, they could be considered gay, but they're more just like also just like gay. Like, you I want to They're normal ish, too. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, definitely get the physical fit, come out to their families, which, which wasn't one. I don't know, like find a partner. Okay, yeah, that's one, too. Find uh, a boyfriend. No, that's actually the second one. Okay. That's top two. And the third one. Oh wait, no, you have only two more to guess. Oh shit. Okay, yeah. let's see. <sighs> These are pretty generic. I mean, oh, like gay people are human, promotion. so it's just pretty generic. Yeah, I didn't mean like gay people weren't human. Oh, I, I no, meant, oh, like, sorry. Yeah, I, didn't I meant like if you were making these focus like. Oh, to be more fun. To be yeah, more. No, fun this is literally serious. like from a website, like a consumerist website. Like this is what they pooled from gay men. Oh, okay, is like one get a promotion or anything like oh, that? Oh no, that's not one. Uh. Uh. Oh, I guess last one. Mm, I don't know. More love from their families. I okay. don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so. You got get in shape, number one. F- two, find a boyfriend. Because those are everyone's. Three yeah. is travel more. Yeah, these uh, are very yeah. generic. And then four, spend more time with friends. And five, start a family. Uh, I kind of meant that with, like, the get more love, like, more family stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, more but time. But I was more meaning that, like, towards the family you already Oh, no, have, you're good. Like, sorry parents, to put you on. Brothers I didn't mean to put you on the stop, spotlight. Sorry. What? I'm sorry to put you on the spotlight. Okay, cool. You know, this is fun. So, yeah, that's my faggot fact. Those are the five most common New Year's resolutions for gay Which men. is everyone's, pretty much. Which literally is just pretty much everyone's. Every year, I'm like, I will be Get in shape, find a significant other, travel more, spend time with friends, start a family. Yeah. Like, what else? Sixth one, eat bagels. <laughs> <laughs> Seventh one, watch more porn yeah eighth <laughs> no. one look in the mirror and say you're a fat bitch every other day instead of every day <laughs> progress nine one celebrate merry krampus instead of merry christmas that is the most important new year's resolution that is my new year's resolution for next year so let's jump into some spooky scoops that let me um turn my flashlight do it okay flash that light um so again like i mentioned on episode 10 um jordan was a really big trooper and he helped me with these spooky scoops because i've been had my hands full with every event that could be imaginable for our friend group during this time. No, yeah, we're having a fun little amp in activities right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. So I'm fucking swamped with that in work. Boos, you're doing, you're so cute. So Jordan was the best beb in the whole world and uh, helped me with my spooky scoops. So big shout out to you, Jordan. Yes. Um, okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and read Go my... supportive boyfriends. I know. Yeah. It's 20... 20... Now 19. It's 20, now 19. So this is the year of, of supportive uh, boyfriends, Supportive male boyfriends. Yeah. Straight male boyfriends. Go y'all. Or gay male boyfriends. Maybe like yeah. you, maybe you'll get a boyfriend in 2019 and he'll be oh supportive. Oh my God. If he's not supportive of our podcast, I'm like, you can fuck <laughs> we off. We like get a boyfriend and I'm like, I'm moving in at least, at the most, 10 months. I'm like, so this isn't going to be an interesting <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I'm like, I guess we're going to like do it on <laughs> Skype. Um, okay, so let's talk about... Some um, good old-fashioned mental disorders Okay. today's spooky scoop. So most people know – oh, whoa, that's – No, something happened. Something echoed. Did you hear that? Yeah. It, like, startled Boos. And me and you. 
Why does this always happen? Like, y'all, y'all, we know we're recording a spooky podcast, but we're like, every time this happens, we're not joking. Like, this is a random noise that we don't know, that we don't expect to happen. Fuck. Like, it's it's probably Simone, but we have no idea. Yeah, like, but it startled Toulouse, which is startling. But she looks so handsome right now. Okay. So we're going to ignore as long it. As, if he hisses, I'm done. If he hisses, I'm going to piss my pants yeah. and eat fucking pretzels. Yeah. I'm upset. Exactly. I'm okay. going to drown myself in the champagne. <laughs> <laughs> so most people know that, hex, that hexuality, most people know that homosexuality was... <laughs> hexuality. We just, we just hex you. 2019. <laughs> I just fuck you in the ass and then put hex bags in your mouth. That's what I do. That's like the new- so like 2018 was about eating ass. Yeah. 2019 is about hexing people. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, so n- most people know that homosexuality. You heard it here first. Sorry, you I'll heard shut it up. here first. I'll shut up. Copyright. <laughs> Anyways, how's your sex life? Yeah. Most people know that homosexuality, aka hexuality, was thought of as a uh, mental disorder. It was treatable with conversion shock therapy, which we now understand is complete bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some other obsolete mental disorders that we um, know now that is, you know, fucking bullshit as well. First is male hysteria. So female hysteria, I'm, I think you guys have heard about it before. It's when girls, you know, women were just acting like crazy women yeah, and they would like masturbate us to calm yeah. us down. Um, because their vaginas, it just doesn't let my, them. Yeah, yeah, my uterus confuses me. Every day I wake <laughs> up, I'm like, I'm confused. Chenna, you just need a dick in your uterus to understand your uterus. It's true. Every time I have sex and there's yeah, a dick in it me, makes I'm like, you I better. understand. Yeah, like if you don't, if you aren't fucked by a guy, you just like don't you can't be sane do i even know yeah. like every time i fuck jordan i'm like i should write an article you have moments of clarity and you're like oh my god i'm normal i'm again. like i'm a journalist yeah growth okay so <laughs> female hysteria was thought to originate from the uterus what we were just talking about so men could not suffer from Originate hysteria from the uterus what the fuck does that even mean they're like hmm. how does your mental disorder originate from your uterus they're like i'm pretty what the sure fuck? they're like we don't really like women so uterus <laughs> there's just like 50 men in a conference room and they're like how can we convince women to have sex with us more no literally <laughs> literally they're like tell her she's fucking and they're crazy like what if we make it medical yeah <laughs> let's add science oh to my this. god let's add fake medicine fuck the 50s so uh w- <laughs> Um, once the brain was identified as the organ that emotions come from, um, rather than re- reproductive organs, um, they started calling tr- like melee trauma um, male hysteria, for lack of a better term. Interesting. So this is what is like the original PTSD. Okay. Is okay. Said, like male hysteria came from trauma, and that originated from women hysteria. Interesting. Okay. And that is now PTSD. Um, the other mental disorder that they would talk about is idiot. Um, people with mental disabilities were called idiots, morons, imbeciles, and cretins, um, which I'm sure we've all heard about like in history classes and mm-hmm. whatnot. Um, nowadays, we call people idiots in a derogatory term um, when they're foolish, not a medical term. So it's okay. changed since then. Does it, so is it like ensued that it comes from that, calling people idiots? Yeah, I think okay. it kind of like, Interesting. over okay. time. Just like other words have changed over time. Yeah, yeah. I'm blanking on it because I'm now shit faced on champagne. That's chill. But you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I guess just like bitch. Like bitch used to be. I mean, I guess now it's a derogatory term, but originally it was just meant like female just dog. Just female it's dog. Turned into derogatory term. So there's certain words that you know flip in history. Yeah, yeah. Based off of Makes sense. culture and 
whatever the fuck else plays into it, depending if it's a medical term yeah. or just more slang or whatnot. Um, we're, now, okay. we're now linguistics yeah. majors. Yeah, so now... 2019. In addition to being electric... So in 2018, Corey and I became electricians <laughs> and journalists. Now we're linguistic now majors. Now we're linguistics and... What's another word for that? Who the that? knows what's else? Human sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> we're not the people... I'm like, y'all gay to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Every oh person, God. I'm like, they're like, oh, like, blah 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 blah. I'm like, it's because you're gay. It's because you're gay. I'm like, it's... The dreams when you have a dream. Yeah, it's right. like I dreamt about a flower that had dew dripping from its leaves. I'm like, I'm like that means you're a fucking lesbian. I'm like, you were dreaming about <laughs> scissoring. <laughs> I'm like, you're dreaming about wet vaginas. We know that, Susie. You're a fucking. The lesbian. dew represents the moisture that your vagina makes, and the leaf is your fucking vagina. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the flower is the flower of your labia. It's the petals. <laughs> yes. Your labia. Yes, is the your petal. labia. Yes, yes. Uh, okay, the last thing is called. Yes, yeah, straight man. I know what labia are. <laughs> <laughs> Corey watches porn. <laughs> straight He's friends porn. with me. He knows what labia I know what the fuck labia are. I he used to call them labia, but they're labia. <laughs> labia is much, it's way more fun. Okay, so <laughs> the last thing is drep, drepatomania. Drepatomania. Sure. Drepatomania. Mesopotamia. Yeah. I don't Mesopotamia? Know. Uh, yeah. Okay, so in 1851, one, not wine. Wine. Redo. Uh, in 1851, Samuel Cartwright um, hypothesized the cause of enslaved Africans fleeing captivity. So he was like, yo, I think I know why slaves are running away. Cartwright cites the Bible claiming that slaves have no desire to escape because they are naturally submissive. What the f- uh, the malady was the result of masters treating slaves too much like equals and too much like humans. So the treatment was to whip the devil out of them or removal of their big toes. What the fuck? So those are some past mental disorders. Those are some past fuck-ups. <laughs> so those are some past human fuck-ups. You know, it's interesting, though, because I, I like whenever I review history and, like, the big fuck-ups, like, those are so blaringly obvious to us oh, now. Oh, yeah. It makes me think, like... 50 years from now, whose podcast are we going to think by then? But they're going to be mentioning something that's like a common term. Or yeah, what's our old does. person racism? Yeah, exactly. When we old, grew like, up and we're 80. Yeah, exactly. Like, what are we being so bad about? Yeah. It's going to be so interesting to find that out. I can't wait for people to call me racist or something. They're like, they're like, we thought cats were pets when they're really, they really run society. Yeah, they're like, you fucking asshole. They're like, grandma used to have a cat as a pet. They're like, and they used the litter box. Yeah. Grandma's yeah. a cunt. Yeah, like, <laughs> Yeah, they didn't harvest the food for the cats. They just fed it to them. Like, can you fucking believe? <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to find out like why we're bad. <laughs> They're like they used to put dogs on leashes. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then at one point, they put themselves on leashes for BDSM. <laughs> <laughs> they they disgraced the dogs. <laughs> they disgraced the dogs by putting leashes on themselves. Oh my god, it's so true. So now let's. That's jump, happening now. Let's jump into Corey's super scary thing. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Mine today is about black-eyed children. Yes. It's creepy. I had no idea about these things. I've researched... I've heard about them before. No, I I, I never did. Like, I, I seriously never article. did. You what? I heard from a BuzzFeed article, because I was, like, one of those oh. Buzzfeed, BuzzFeed articles where they're, like, nine things that'll keep you up at night, because you'll go on a wiki loop. No, I yeah, I was, that. like, I... Like, I, I searched the urban legend, it. and I was, like, I can't believe I've never heard of this, because all the other urban legends that were listed... I've heard of them, but this I'm one so I have Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited to get scared. So, Let's what are black-eyed children? Yeah. They are also known as BEKs. I think the K is replaced with children. I don't Ooh. know why. Usually, like when things try to use 
like phrases they use kinder like the german word for for child or whatever so they're known as BEKs. So I might sometimes refer to black-eyed children as BEKs. Okay. Okay. No. Or black-eyed bees. We don't know. Let's fucking do this. So BEKs are paranormal creatures that resemble children between the ages of six and sixteen. Fuck this. Who are reportedly seen hitchhiking or panhandling, or they are encountered knocking on your doorstep, Ugh. or also just like standing by your window when you're parked in a car. And this this one gets to me every time I get into a fucking car at night. I'm now scared. Especially when I research spooky shit and come to your house. Oh, my God. Every time. And, and oh, my God. Did you see the guy? Did you see the guy again? No. No. I would have already killed myself. <laughs> <laughs> we would not be recording this episode if I saw him. I would be planning Corey's funeral. Did I tell you that one night when, when no. Bakes did that? Did what? So Bakes. So I read this story and it reminded me of this. So one night Bakes like came up to my window and he didn't say anything and he thought I had already seen him but I was like turning to get shit out of my backpack or like put shit in my backpack zip it up and then open the door so I park my car at the house and I turn over to my like my backpack zip it up make sure everything's cool put my backpack on my shoulder and then turn to open the door and I see a silhouette of a man looking at me and it was bakes I freaked the fuck out like freaked the fuck out for about half a second I'm so scared like a literal half a second I was like I'm fucking dead like I'm gonna fucking die I'm so scared and then it was bakes and I was like bakes why did you not like say something like knock on the window at least like I'll jump but it's less scary than me turning around exactly no really like like i would still jump and you'd still scare me but it wouldn't be noteworthy but no, like right? oh my fucking god it scared the well shit ever me. since i was a kid i think i mentioned this in some past episode i don't i don't remember but ever since i was a kid there was a scooby-doo episode where they looked out a window and they saw yes you, yeah yeah you told like, me this before yeah. ever since then i have every time i look out the window i am like terrified to see a fucking person mm-hmm. or a face I, that's like, just generic every day for me yeah it's like every, like it could be the middle of the day like, it could be like 2 30 in the afternoon yeah. and i'll be like looking at the window you're just like you're like fuck yeah, yeah i get it shit, i'm I mean. scared of windows i'm glad we're not prankster friends me too We've like our entire friend group yeah mm, i would i would not be y'all's friend if you did something <laughs> scary to me i'd be like i'm not your friend anymore fuck uh, you but one day i will do the uh park on center and like a some other other world love other life related oh hitting convention. on the yeah no that would i would like chenef that really if you really did that you'd be so mad i would not talk to you for at least a week well in another dimension like, fuck Corey's you. not talking to yeah another in another Chana. dimension i like jumped out the window and killed myself shit and you're now like living with that guilt oh shit <laughs> but okay so um damn we are drunk yeah we are the the physical so the physical <laughs> traits of the black eyed children are these children are usually pale with light colored hair and they are generally wearing like well half and half wearing modern clothes and half the story and other half like other half of the time they're wearing uh like dated clothing interesting uh well sometimes they're also wearing sunglasses or they have long bangs that will cover their eyes and that is a key element to the story oh uh, fuck that sorry i looked down to say that well, fuck that. Uh, theories of about their origins. Originally, the legend of these children originates from a blogger named Brian Bethel, and he claims to have report to have the first reporting of black-eyed children that happened in 1996 in Abilene. Sorry, in Abilene, Texas. Sorry, I just had to read that correctly and not Where pronounce that Abilene? wrong. Were you no like, idea. Texas okay. is big. No Texas idea. Texas is giant. I just didn't know if that was like right next door. No, yeah, no idea. Texas um, is ginormous. Turns yeah, out. Yeah, it's fucking ginormous. It literally takes me 11 hours to drive out of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> literally. 
He reported it on like some ghost hunter supernatural website in 1998, uh, two years after the initial encounter that he had it. And that's sort of when this thing sort of set off on the internet. And it, it is often coined as like the first primitive, quote unquote, primitive creepypasta. Yeah, so because this is like one of the first urban legends that started online was this B the black the B E K S the black eyed children started B E K S and it's Slender Man yeah yeah the B K Lounge oh the B K Lounge right the B K Lounge all of a sudden it's two thousand four Dane Cook for the B K Lounge was so fucking funny the what happened in this account on this blogger Brian he record he reports one night being at a movie theater oh god so he's at a movie theater he comes out of the movie Sweet it's Jesus. 1996 oh god he comes and he sits in it he gets in his car and he's about to turn on his car and then he says he was overcome with two things oh god the first thing he was overcome with intense dread oh. and then at the same time a like weird indescribable desire to look at the window to look on his side of the window so he before he even starts the car he looks over and turns to the window right next to him and he sees two children standing just outside his window really close to his car but they're looking down and they're not looking at him oh god so he says one is about 11 one is about nine and they're wearing black hoodies i would like just re i would just reverse and be like <laughs> fuck you well so he he like turns the car on and then rolls down the window a little bit first mistake yeah first mistake um and it's like he rolls it down just a little just so he can talk but not keeping himself super vulnerable so a little bit of smartness no get this so he says he converses with the children and they tell him that they need a ride home so they can go get money to go see the new Mortal Kombat movie. Shout out to Mortal Kombat. I love Mortal Kombat. And actually that movie's really fun even though it's a little shitty. I love it. Anyways, 1996, they need to go see the new Mortal Kombat movie, but he needs to take them home to get money. So he knows that this movie has already started. Mm. And he's like, why are they asking me this? Because if I take them home, they get their money and then I bring them back, they're like going gonna to miss at least half, half yeah. of this movie. Yeah. While he's thinking this, um, he's like getting a little scared because these children are weird, and he's like, "Good evening, Mrs. Torrance." No, right? Yeah, he's like, "Should I take them?" Yeah, maybe I should. You know, he's just having this conversation like, in, Fuck you. in like you know four to five seconds that in his mind. Yeah. And when this happens, and he's like, "Yeah, I guess I'll just help them." All of a sudden, the two kids look up at him, oh, no. and they have pitch black eyes. He says they have soulless. <laughs> soulless eyes that fill him with an indescribable sense of terror and fear and immediately the guy rolls up it's like he already had this sense of dread going on but when they look at him he says they just have like pit black like abyssal eyes they're just like voids almost they're so black and they look at him and fill him with this intense dread and so he quickly rolls up the window and then starts to back out and leave and as he does this the little boy just look who hasn't been talking it's just been the older boy talking the little boy just looks at him like confused and the older one starts pounding on the window just like (gasps) just like pounding on the window and when he does this he yells we can't come in unless you tell us it's okay. Let us in. And he just starts pounding this and yelling this at him. And the guy backs up in the car oh my God. and then starts to drive off. And when he looks in the rear view mirror, they're gone. And he reports being like, there is no way they could be gone. I was in the middle of a movie theater parking lot. There is nothing they could have run behind in the eight seconds that I drove off. Like they should, like they disappeared. There's no other explanation. 
Yeah. So oh this my is, god. So this is the account that sets off this. I had you chills. know creepy quote unquote primitive pre- creepy pasta. This is like the OG the creepy pasta. Yeah, this is like an OG. It is it is dubbed like the OG creepy pasta. I have literally chills up my entire fucking. No, body this right is now. creepy. I was reading this alone and I was like, I'm gonna put on Critical Role on the background. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like people are with me. You're like anything but this. Right. <laughs> so. Up until today, presently, there are two main theories about BEKs, about these black-eyed children. One is that they are just evil supernatural beings or, like, demons that are trying to lure people to them so that they can, you know, do whatever demons do. The second one is that they are aliens disguised as children Mm. as they try to observe humans and possibly abduct them. Mm. And I will get to that later, like, that specific evidence later. But first, let's go into some common uh, elements of BEK encounters. So usually these children travel in pairs and um, generally one of the child, one of the pair is younger and the older one and the older one is always the more, the one that interacts more and talks more with the people. Usually the younger one is just, is just silent and just basically follows what the older one is doing. I'm so scared. I have like my feet sitting. I'm trying to like get comfortable because I'm really getting into this. But you're like, fuck. But I'm a, <laughs> the only comfortable position I have is my feet hanging like below on, on my couch. But I'm too afraid because I'm like, there's going to be creepy children hands like grabbing <laughs> You just see these children hands like, blah, blah, blah. They're like, hello, Chana and Corey. We're here for a ride <laughs> no, to see Mortal no. Kombat. So, so yeah, like whenever I think about this now, I'm like, oh my God, what if I'm like the last one up and I go to lock the door of my front door and I hear a knock at the front door? I'd be like, like or I like pass by a window and I feel the urge to look out a window. I'm like I'm never fucking looking out a window ever again. I'm gonna like just run upstairs and like go get in bed with whoever the fuck is here. No, right? I'm like so scared now reading this. I'm like this has ruined a part of my life. If you ever call me, <laughs> like, like I will never feel safe again. No, right? If you ever call me from like two to seven in the morning, I'm like Corey's fucked. Now yep. I just know. <laughs> like it's over. <laughs> I'm like it was over before it began. Goodbye. <laughs> but no, like I read this and I like walked outside just to walk to my car and it was like. No, I mean, it was Friday night, so at least one or two people should be in and out. And nobody was there when I was walking to my car. Oh, God. And I get in my car to turn it on, and I was like, what if I looked to the right of my car and there's somebody standing <laughs> by the window? <laughs> no. I was like, I'm going to die. <laughs> so that's our lives. That's literally everyday thoughts. I'm that constantly I living in fear because <laughs> yep. of our podcast. Constant fear. <laughs> so another thing about them is that usually, like we sort of alluded to before, is people will have a sense of dread before this even happens. And they'll have a sense of like, I'm going to look out the window or they just have this strange pull of like all these stories start. Like I was doing a rant, like I was vacuuming in my living room oh, or I was just like pulling weeds in the garden and I had an urge to look out the window or I had an urge or I just knew that in five seconds, somebody was going to knock at the door and they did. And then it happens Fuck that. and they just immediately get filled with this dread. Um, others say that these these kids, when they're talking to you, they usually talk very politely and very nicely and formally. Good evening, but it's Mrs. extremely um, uncanny. Uncanny is the best word for all these oh. encounters. They have they are extremely uncanny because when they say like please and they use sir and ma'am, they do it in a weird cadence. Also, these uh, but what what happens is when you start to fir- half of the stories oh, is Jesus. when you just politely say no, I'm not letting you in. Or, no, I'm not going to help you go away. They usually are just like, okay. And then they walk away and they don't do anything. But half of the, the other half of the time, Fuck they you. get aggroed and angry. Oh and they're like, God. like, like the first example, like he starts pounding on the let window and he's like, let me in, let me in, let me in. It's like an insidious, 
Ew. Oh my it. god! So, so yeah, so literally just like that. So, um, another big thing about this is these children seem to only sometimes be able to say, say, or repeat the same couple phrases. It's like a video game. Yeah. Talking about NPC. Yeah, literally. They're just like, hey, my parents are coming. Or, hey, can you please take me to get money to go to Mortal Kombat? They're like, hey, my parents are coming. Yeah, like they they can only repeat the same few things. Oh, it's totally like an NPC. Yeah. Yeah. (gasps) Or, and then other times they can just have total conversations. So it's just varies depending on the report. Also, these children seem to have an electric or radioactive field around them because there seems to be flickering lights, power outages. Aliens. And also, no, yeah, this is like sort of a, a sort of like supports the alien theory. Um, then also people get like headaches or nosebleeds. Aliens. Yeah, exactly. Holy it's, shit. That's like a 101 alien encounter yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. So it, it's super cool how this is both like crazy supernatural ghost and also, I mean, this is all supernatural, but it's either ghost like. 50 50 it's ghost and alien accounts right like all the sto- sorry out of all the story that was a scary <laughs> that sound scared me. out of all the accounts like they are half alien and half like be that's, like half supernatural that's shit. so interesting to me yeah um also the uh children have are mostly active during the night and Duh. also active around halloween Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so that's interesting. And well, that this may Halloween, just... I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> this Halloween, I'm just going to not look out any door or window I'm going to just, like, blind myself. Yeah, like, Halloween. just throw acid in my eyes. Like, fuck <laughs> Please this. don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, yeah. So, Some, like, crazy viewers, like, um, else. Those are some just common stories, common themes of each story. And now I'm going to go into a couple stories about BEKs. Oh, sweet okay? God. So the Baby first Jesus. one is called... I'm not going to say the name because it sort of ruins the story, but okay. I'll tell you the stories of the, the next one. I'm just going to share two stories. Oh, so Jesus. the first one, there was a boy um, that was walking down the street, just at, like just going home, riding his bike or whatever. Oh, I think he's actually riding his bike on his way home from school or something like oh, that. God. He's driving at home and it's, it's dark. It just got dark. So it's sort of twilight arrows. You have like a purple pink night sky, oh, but it's still pretty dark. And he's driving and he sees a, what was that? Anyways. <laughs> Did you yeah, hear? I heard that. That was very silent. <laughs> that was very quiet. Um, Why? I'm so scared right now. <laughs> so out of the corner of his eye, he sees a kid in somebody's yard standing by a fence. This is a little creepy. I'm getting creeped out. I <laughs> I'm, can't not, believe, wait, I'm actually God. getting the most creeped out. I've got creeped out. I can't believe we're going to be recording to like 3 or 3.30 in the morning. Oh, we're getting to the witching hour. Yeah, we Fuck are. Me. <laughs> We're, and we're going to start saying your story, which I don't know about. The elevator Oh, I do know game. about. And, I've been uh, the elevator game at like I'm 3.20 freaking, in the morning. I'm not going home because I'm not getting an elevator after we talk about the elevator game. I'm <laughs> not getting an elevator. Okay, anyways. So, and your stairs are creepy too because oh. they seem like they go on forever. And I'm like, every time I go down your stairs, I'm like, if this doesn't end... I'm going to kill myself. No, right? Every time. Well, every time I turn the corner. Because I've my, had a dream about that. I think there's, every time I turn the corner of my stairs, I feel like there's going to be a man standing at the bottom. No, no, every exactly. Time. I get like oh, such shut a terrible up, Chana. No, seriously, Chana, I'm like, wait, I and I count. I I'm like, if I too. turn and this isn't right, and then I hear somebody behind me, I'm going to kill myself. <gasps> like, I, the last time I, I chose to walk down your stairs instead of use the elevator, I was like, fuck this yeah like, that's why i never i only go down the stairs with jordan because i get too yeah, scared uh-uh, yeah like, i can't do it anymore oh that's so weird uh-uh. i would just i brave the, the elevator that? that's me oh my 
Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, oh my God, so, go to bed. Good night, podcast This world. This boy is, is like on his bike. I don't know where he's going from. It is dark, so it Hell. isn't probably school. So it's, just, unless it's winter. Um, but he's, he's riding his bike home. And out of the corner of his eye, he sees somebody standing in somebody's yard by a fence. And so the boy is like sort of, cr- this little boy is just one person this time. He's crying. And he, he, so he sort of stops his bike and he's in the middle of the road. And he looks at the boy because he's only like, you know, 20 or 30 feet away. He's relatively close. And he's like, hey, are you okay? And the boy's just sort of like, you know, you know, rubbing his eye and looking down. And you he, through, through his like sobs, he's like, I want to go to your house. Take me to your house. <gasps> and so... And so the guy said, the the one writing the story is like, so I was thinking in my mind, like, okay, this is a little weird. I'm a little creeped out because you initially, he has that sense of dread of yeah. like, something is wrong. Like yeah. I should help this kid. And if this was a normal situation, I would help this kid immediately. But there's something wrong But there's something wrong. There's something off. And while he's thinking they're just standing with his bike, he starts to like, he doesn't say anything. So he starts to start pedaling his bike. And right as he starts to do it, the boy looks up at him and goes, says no don't you run away from me you're gonna walk me to your house and then looks at him oh. with those eyes with those black fucking eyes fuck your story i'm too scared i'm going to bed and so he said <laughs> so he says that he was just filled with this intense dread looking at the eyes so he starts pedaling really fast and he didn't look back because he said all he could hear was a screeching wail like that of a bobcat and I don't know what that sounds like, but I'm pretty sure it's extremely shrill and blood-curdling okay. scream. Like, let's play it. Because yeah. I'm sure it is extremely discomforting. <laughs> okay. So, what should I type in? Bobcat meow? Bobcat scream? Bob, yeah, bro, bobcat wail or bobcat screech. Tell me before you're going to play it so I can prepare myself. <laughs> so, it's bobcat scream turn volume up. I'm scared. Okay, stop it. I'm too, I'm oh, creeped out. Oh, of course. I, I, oh. Ah! Yo. Oh my ah, god. I'm horrified. I'm the most spooked out I've ever okay, been on this I podcast. Have tears in my eyes. <laughs> right now. No way. I don't know what to do with my body. Okay, y'all. Go do that, but go do that in the daylight. This is like a little too scary. Play, this is bizarre. Th- I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little too scared. I've never been this scared during our podcast yeah. before. Yeah. Um. So y'all, I'm just play s- that. Just play <laughs> that, but play it not in the dark and not alone. <laughs> I literally have tears in my eyes. I'm so that's scared. that's a little disturbing. Like imagine being, in, imagine being in the woods a thousand years ago and fucking hearing that. I would probably. Well, just- I would pray to whatever I believed in, be like, end I'd be me like, now. like, kill me, just make me. I would probably die from just fright. Kill me. Like, oh my fucking. If I heard God. that now, I would die from fright. If I was like walking down the street and I heard, I'd be like, I'm fucked. I'd be like, I'm fucking dead. I'm like, there's no. So other- yeah, this little boy hears that behind him, and he says he doesn't look behind Smart as he boy. just starts pedaling home, and that's that guy's story. So what is the title of that one? Bobcat it's called screaming. the screaming boy at the fence. Oh yeah, that's yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want to read it. I don't want to. Destroy it. Okay, so last story I'm because more. we're too scared. Um, this one's a doozy. So oh God. I'm gonna go in and out of me explaining what's going Drink on. Some more champagne. Um, sure. <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna go in and out. Real. <laughs> Cheers. 
Oh, cheers. <laughs> so, cheers the pop screen. So now we're going to go to the last story, which I titled The Alien Story. So this is a big supporter of the alien <laughs> hypothesis or theory <laughs> of, of where the BEKs come from. Okay. So I'm going to go in and out of me paraphrasing what happens and then also reading verbatim what is written on weekinweird.com. That's all one word, weekinweird.com. By, and this was written by Greg Newkirk, and it's about a woman and her husband living in the rural, ta- a rural Vermont town. Okay? Okay. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the woman wakes up to loud banging at night. Oh, God. Um, like loud, loud banging, and she realizes that it's somebody banging on her door. And she th- and there's a snowstorm going on because it's Vermont. Like, yeah. when is there not a snowstorm going on in Vermont? It's fine. And she has she goes and she checks the door and this has this isn't spooking her out yet because this oh, has happened the- before in her oh. life. Like people have needed her help in the her her and her husband's help in the middle of the night during a snowstorm as they live near a major road. Oh, God. So she's like, okay, like maybe this is just somebody who needs help because this happened, yeah, this you know, a couple years Sue ago. Yeah, yeah, or even just a random passerby that just like got stuck in a snowstorm. It's like, yeah. I'm gonna go help him out. So she goes and she says that everything was fine until she realized that when she got to the door there were no car lights there was no car out in in the like driveway it was just the light was the motion light was on and there was a silhouette that she could barely see out in the snow oh my god okay oh my god <laughs> so she gets a little spooked oh. and she's like okay what's going on so she's like you it's know what her alone, no her alone? husband is asleep she I'm just like, woke bitch. up no, yeah, so she gets a little scared, and she's like, okay, I'm going to go wake up my husband. He's going to answer the door, and we can help these people out. But just to be safe, I'm going to go wake, get my husband. Smart girl. Yeah, so she goes, and she gets her husband, and she's like, hey, this is going on. And when she does this, there's loud banging, like police knocking at your door banging. Like, bah, 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 like boom, 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 yeah. boom. You know, yeah, just like, let me the fuck in like, banging. Full, like, it's like my story, where, like, the against the door when I was taking a shower, like, bah, Yes, bah, bah. yeah, it was, like, scary banging on the door. Yeah. So when that happens, the husband's like, okay, I'm gonna go check this out. You stay in the hallway and you listen. So this is what she said. When he opened the door, there were two children standing in the snow looking toward the ground. They, there was a boy and a girl and could not have been more than eight years old. They were dressed strangely and had old hair, odd haircuts. The girl's hair was very long and straight, and the boy had a dated haircut that looked almost like a bowl cut. They weren't dressed for winter, and my first thought was that they must have been uh, Mennonite children, but as far as I know, there was never a large community of Mennonites near us. Basically, these children were dressed like um, old-timey pilgrims or what we would know as just like polygamists. Yeah. So they have like weird old-time dressing on. Okay. Yeah. So um, thinking back... On it, I know that my normal reaction to seeing children in a snowstorm would have been to rush them inside and bottle them up with some blankets and hot cocoa. But that's not how, I, how this felt. The children were oh very God, unnerving. Yeah, I heard that too. Yep. <laughs> the children, I did hear that. <laughs> the children were very unnerving. They would not make eye contact. And when my husband asked them oh if God. everything was okay, they asked if they could come in. My husband looked at me like, what do I do? And I asked the kids where their parents were. They'll be here soon they said <laughs> so they let the kids in oh my god jordan jordan <laughs> you bitch <laughs> so okay. they let the kids in i'm scared <laughs> y'all heard that too i know because that was loud what the fuck so they let the kids in and she goes to make them hot they let the kids in and she goes to make them hot chocolate 
Um, and she can hear her husband in the other room she being like, like so oh, what? hey, what's up? Where you are you guys know? from? They're like, the other world. Yeah. <laughs> so literally, he asked them, like, where are your parents? Where oh, are you wow. from? Blah, 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 blah. And all they keep repeating in a sing-songy voice is, they'll be here soon. Okay, so going back to they'll what you said, how sometimes they can only repeat specific phrases. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, at the same time, the woman, while she's preparing this hot chocolate, she's like, where the fuck are my cats? She has four cats, and these cats are all very, like, lovey-dovey, like, boost. They just, like, somebody walks in, and, and, like, boost immediately walks up to the door, and is like, pet me, bitch, pet me, bitch, I'm cute. Yeah. And so she has four cats, and they're all like this, and they're all gone. Oh, my God. And she's like, they've hidden themselves in the house, they're gone, this is scaring me, because they're scared. Yeah. And I'm realizing this. So she's like, where the fuck are they? And then she looks and she sees one of the cats that that is like around. She finally finds one and it's puffed up like (gasps) in total defense scared mode. Like, fuck this. I'm scared. Um, So she goes back into the living room with the hot chocolate. And as she walks, as she's about to give them the hot chocolate, her husband sort of like makes a noise and she turns around to look at her husband. And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm just like really dizzy all of a sudden. And so then she turns around and this is what she says. She says, I turned back to the children to give them their Coke coco but when they looked at me i gasped it took everything inside of me not to drop the mugs and run away when they looked at me their eyes were completely black they had no whites just giant black pupils and she said this filled her with dread and she started to get scared and the kids realized this so they immediately the older one immediately goes um can can you show us to to the restroom and so they get and she's like okay it's down the hall and she they get up the two children get up together and run into the restroom when this happens and the kids leave, she sort of turns to her husband to be like, what the fuck is going on? And he's looking really bad and just totally nauseated and sick. And then he starts bleeding from the nose. Mm-hmm. And she's, she counts in her story that all the time that she's known her husband and that they've been married, he's never gotten a nosebleed. Yeah. So um, at the second that she and so she's like, he's never had a nosebleed. It must be the kids that are doing this. And she says the second she had that thought. That's when the power went out. I heard my husband yell my name from the living, or sorry, yell, like yell my name. And as I started to walk back through the hallway, I stopped dead in my tracks. The two children were standing at the end of the hallway. They weren't moving and I have never been so scared in my entire life. They stood there in the dark. Oh my God. After what felt like forever, the boy said, our parents are here. (gasps) And they walked to the door, opened it and walked out, leaving it wide open. My husband jumped to, up to go close it and almost fell over. We looked out the window and saw two men, sta- gays, <laughs> two men gays. standing by a black car idling at the end of our driveway. The men looked like they were wearing black colored suits and were, were very tall, at the least at least seven feet. At least? Yeah. When my husband waved at them, they just stared at us, got into the car and drove off. Our power came on about a half an hour later, but nothing was the same after that. She then reports that over the next month, her and her husband uh, both had um, nosebleeds, headaches, um, went uh, dizzy. All the cats went missing and never returned. And then they got, were diagnosed with melanoma. Yeah. And that that's that's the story. What? <laughs> what? So that's motherfucking BEKs. <laughs> they could be fucking cancer? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Isn't that creepy as fuck? That's like Twilight Zone like central <laughs> what the fuck yeah that feel like i feel like i was watching a twilight zone like black and white mm-hmm, episode mm-hmm. 
Could you imagine? That just like freaks me out. I'm life is semi ruined now. So moral of the story: never answer your fucking. So moral of the story: never be alone. Period. Ever. Yeah. And specifically, <laughs> fuck kids. Yeah, and fuck kids. <laughs> fuck supernatural shit. God fucking damn. Yeah, that's my story. Oh my god, I think that is the most scared I have been during our podcast. This is the most scared I've been. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was like, was it two episodes ago we said that as well? Yeah. That is the second most, but this is the most. I, this one was spooked. truly unsettling. Yeah, like, and we're I'm here. about to get spooked again. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, let me move. I'm gonna chug. I'm gonna chug the rest of my. Me shit too. too. Cheers. Cheers. New Year's Just Eve. Saying. Happy New Year's. Happy everyone. New Year's. We're spooked as fuck. <laughs> we're scared. Thanks, guys. I'm scared for you guys. We do this for you. Mm-hmm. And for us, but. Nah, mostly for us. So mine, you have all definitely seen the video surveillance. You've definitely heard of this. You know what I'm talking about. The thing about my segment today is every time, kind of like how I explained it at the beginning of this podcast, every time that we think that we are finding anything out, it just opens up more and more questions. And every piece of information I provide contradicts another piece of information that I find. So it's I'm so excited. a confusing shit show, and what really is the truth behind this is up to you. And if you want to go on the rabbit hole and research this even more than I did, good luck. Because it's literally you can spend probably a minimum of like 30-something hours just researching this. Cause yeah, it's so if insane. you spent like three hours a day, it would take you like two weeks to get through all of this. Yeah, like I spent Easy. three and a half hours today and I was like at the tip of the iceberg and I was like, this is insane. Like it's, it could be an entire podcast series. It's yeah. just this It's this fucking case. crazy. So I am talking about the case of Alyssa Lamb. Damn. On January 21st, 2013, 21-year-old oh <laughs> Alyssa Lamb checked into the Cecil Hotel in Los Angeles, California, and never checked out. Oh, my God. Dun, dun, dun. Now, I'm going to go into the backstory of the Cecil Hotel because it has a pretty gnarly past. Oh, you're doing that now? Damn, Yeah, go I'm just going to fucking... I'm jumping I'm into it. I'm, like, not blue. Y'all, this we up. already, like... What was it? Like, alluded to this before. We already, like, prepped your assholes for this. Yeah. The Cecil Hotel is awesome. We already, like, gave you some poppers. Like, we're fucking yeah, yeah, doing yeah. this now. We, like... We, like, ate your ass out and then gave you some poppers. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and side note, you know how we were talking with Jordan about all of this? Yeah. If you have, like, how we were, like, going back and forth about it, like, feel free to do that. If you want to, like, oh. add in your two cents because you already know about this case. Yes, yeah, go yeah, for yeah. It, you don't have to, like, wait for my cues. I'm excited. Um. Okay, so the Cecil Hotel is really fucking gnarly past. So I'm going to start from the kind of the beginning, not from like the beginning of the hotel, just like main things to mention. Okay. Um, so there have been numerous accounts of people jumping to their death from the windows of the roof. Uh, eventually, the hotel actually got the nickname The Suicide. One example yeah. that Corey and I talked about earlier is that a guy actually jumped from like the seventh floor or something yeah. and landed on top of another person and Killing killed that it. person yeah. as well. Like he, during his suit, and that's real. Like, y'all, this, this is, is not real. even that's... speculation. This isn't like we're taking hearsay as act fact because it's more fun. Yeah. This is real. Yeah. That's like 100% real. Yeah. And there are so many suicides coming from mainly the, the 
uh, floors, but sometimes the roof, that it literally got, instead of the Cecil, it was known as the suicide. Damn. And, and this was in Skid Row of, you know, Los Angeles, California. Mm-hmm. This is a shit, shit, shit area. Yeah. Just like you guys I, know. Um, I might be wrong on this, but it used to be a, a pretty good place. Like, I'm not it used sure. to be a high town place, but then it immediately, like, quickly became a shitty place I'm or something sure like that. I'm sure it likes, like, gangsters and drugs yeah yeah i think like gangsters had something to do with it and yeah. then just it immediately became a shitty place yeah i didn't focus, or maybe it originated as i'm not I don't sure remember. i didn't focus too much on the actual history of the hotel because i was more focused on oh because yeah this is enough information and yeah. like already what like i mentioned what i'm telling you right now is the tip of the iceberg of this case like we could literally write do an entire series off yeah this. we could have a mini series to do this we yeah. could have like a good six to ten episodes based off of each one because each episode could be a theory yeah there's so many Ugh. theories so moving on to the history of the hotel um in 1947 elizabeth short who i'm going to do a very exciting episode on in the future yes. you might know her as the black dahlia yes. she was rumored to have been spotted drinking at the cecil's bar right before her murder her unsolved to this date murder oh my god it is actually the last place that she was really seen alive so i've heard yeah you know through the rumors of 1947 los angeles now in 1964 a retired telephone operator named pigeon goldie uh she had her own room in the cecil hotel she was raped stabbed and beaten and her room ransacked a man named jacques b elhinger was charged with her murder but he was later cleared Her death to this day remains unsolved in this hotel. Most famously, this hotel housed Richard Ramirez, a.k.a. the Night Stalker, who, in a couple episodes from now, I'm actually doing a full episode on him because he's so fascinating to me. Um, He stayed in the hotel from 1984 to 1985. Did he kill people in the hotel? Yes. And one last serial killer, uh, he was an Austrian. His name was Jack Unterweger. He stayed at the Cecil Hotel in 1991, possibly as a homage to Ramirez, the Night Stalker. While there, he did, in fact, strangle and kill at least three prostitutes. So this hotel has a crazy, colorful history of suicides. We have the Black Dahlia. We have rape and murder. We have two different serial killers. And now we have Elisa Lamb. Um, so Elisa Lamb, she was 21 years old at the University of British Columbia, and she was visiting Los Angeles by herself. <laughs> that was a scary noise. Um, she was very active on social media, specifically Tumblr oh, and Twitter. Yeah. Um, she had a blog that followed her thoughts and also her ongoing battle with her bipolar disorder and her depression. Mm-hmm. Um, she would actively mention her medications, you know, actively mention... Um, what it was like to be living with it, what she was going through, also government conspiracies, you name it. She talked about it, just like any other millennial. Um, She even mentioned how she would kill herself if she did. Jesus. Um, She said she was too scared to do it anyway. Like, she would never jump off a roof or something. She would just do it peacefully in her room if she were to ever do it. And she said that would never happen. Like pills or something. Which, I mean, I get, like... Oh, (gasps) God, (laughs) booze. Oh, fuck you, Toulouse. Booze, I love you, but fuck you. I love you, but <laughs> fuck you. Anyways, fun fact about her, uh, Lisa Lamb. Her blog kept on posting articles after she died. Stop. Um, I know. I knew that. Stop. <laughs> they're obviously, the most obvious answer is because she had a queue lined up. She did, for yeah. Her blog. But it's just still creepy. But there are other factors, like her laptop and cell phone were never found. And um, that plays into the one of hundreds of conspiracy theories as to what really happened yeah 
Um, but yeah, so her blog kept on posting blogs after yeah. she died. No, yeah, and there is like, like yeah, there queue. is evidence that she did have a queue. Yeah, like I had a Tumblr queue. I know exactly yeah, how it yeah, works. Yeah, but it's still just like. But what's <sighs> what's crazy is you know they lost. She could not find herself on her laptop. To this day, it's gone. Like yeah. no one knows where. Like it is. if this was like, like if you just said this and then it was a murder, it wouldn't be spooky. Yeah. But like, wait. Just <laughs> fucking wait. When you add the next twenty minutes of what we're gonna talk about, right? Um, so the other thing about her to remember is that she would contact her parents that they lived in British Columbia every single day while she was traveling in Los Angeles. Um, and you know, she was very active while she was traveling in Los Angeles. She went to the San Diego Zoo. She went to libraries, coffee shops, bars, you know, she was constantly posting on social media. Um, so now let's talk about her time at the hotel. Um, she was originally placed in a hostel type room with some rando person. Um, the person later called and asked for Elisa to be removed from her room because of her odd behavior yeah um now lisa was given her her own room and she was last seen alive on january 31st 2013 so on that date january 31st 2013 a couple months before i met Corey. woohoo oh wow um about eight months before i met you um the day she was scheduled to check out the cecil and leave for santa cruz her family didn't hear from her and so they called la police oh hi toulouse and her family ended up flying to Los Angeles to help with the search. Yeah. Um, hotel staff who saw her, Toulouse is in the weirdest position. Um, hotel staff who saw her that day, they said she was alone. Um, outside the hotel, Katie Orphan, she managed a nearby bookstore. Um, she had an interaction with um, Elisa. She said she was outgoing, very lively, very friendly. She was getting gifts to take home to her family. She was talking about what books she was getting and whether or not she was going to be too heavy to carry around as she traveled. So she had like a totally normal conversation planning the future with this random bookkeeper the day she was last seen. Um, police searched the hotel to the extent that they legally could. Important note here, legally, legally could. could. You know, they searched Lamb's room. They had dogs go through the building. They checked the rooftop. They checked everywhere in the room and the entire hotel that they could legally, but they were not able to detect her scent. Sergeant Rudy Lopez said later, um, "We didn't search every room. We could only do we could only do that if we had probable cause to believe that a crime had been committed. So there are a lot of you know legal boundaries there. Yeah, that they just, had. Yeah, they can't go through every single room. They to couldn't do like a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean that's what, that's just up to the law. That's, that's just not laws, up to the yeah. police. Um, now on February sixth, a week later after Lamb had been seen. The LAPD decided more help was needed. They had flyers with their image posted in the neighborhood online. It brought the case to the public's attention through the media. So suddenly this started sparking a really huge interest in media. And uh, this is when I started first hearing about it because I lived very close to Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. I lived about an hour away. Um, now in February. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Boose is like not picking one spot. Yeah. He if just you, keeps walking over our computers and shit. If you hear like <laughs> constant rustling, like that is to lose. It is Boose. <laughs> so now on February 14th, Happy Valentine's Day. After another week with no sign of her, the LAPD released a video of the last known sighting of her taken God in damn. one of the Cecil's elevators. Mm. Um, it was the surveillance video of an elevator taken on February 1st. Now, this video is unsettling and bizarre as it's hell. It's disturbing. It quickly caught the world's attention. You have seen this. You have. There is almost... You've seen at least four seconds of it. Yeah. There is literally... If you are on social media, if you're online in any way, shape, or form, yeah. there's virtually no way you have not seen this. Like, you've seen at least four seconds, like Corey said. 
every, this caught the world's attention. Everybody, everywhere yeah. talked about you it. I mean, you were on your mission at the time, weren't you? And you probably even heard about it. No, like, it was 2013. Mm-hmm. No, it was Oh, yeah, you were back, weren't yeah. you? Oh, yeah, because this is 106. Yeah. But, um, like, literally everyone was talking about it because it was so unsettling. Uh, I'm going to post these video clips on Instagram, like the full fucking video clip. If I can, unless we, we get in trouble. But as much as I can, I'm going to post on Instagram. Uh-huh. So I'm going to kind of explain... Just to paint you a picture, what happened in this? This is the creepiest shit ever. So I'm gonna read exactly from my notes because I was like writing. Yeah, do it. Yeah. So in the clip, it's somewhat grainy, and the timestamp at the bottom is obscured. At the start, Lamb enters from the left of the camera and like the elevator. She goes to the control panel. She appears to select several floors and then step back to the corner. After a few seconds, during um, the door fails to close. She steps up to it, leans forward her head. Looks through both sides. Quickly steps back in, backing up to the like, wall. quickly, weirdly. Yes. And yeah. then into the corner near the control panel. The door remains open. If my voice fluctuates right now, it's because I am doing the movements that she's doing. Because I almost can't not do it yeah. while I'm reading yeah. this. Um, now, it kind of, because her quick movements, hiding back or jumping back into like sitting or standing against the wall of the elevator, it almost seems like she's hiding. Yeah. Um, the behavior is extremely bizarre she even like slinks down in a corner at one point it's it's crazy yeah continuing on okay so she stands at the doorway again suddenly she she steps out into the hall um and she steps to her side back in looking to the side back out she steps sideways she's a completely now against the wall is next to the elevator where like the original up and down key is yeah in like a hallway again the door remains open important the doors remaining open this entire time her right arm can at one point be seen going up above her head she turns to re-enter the elevator she presses a bunch more buttons more than once very frantic she returns to the wall that uh, she originally was standing next to the control panel puts both hands over her ears and she walks back then outside the elevator next to the wall to the original to the up and down control panel again the door remains like open until like reiterate, there are a few instances after she presses the buttons where she waits long enough for a normal ev- elevator to close. Yeah, and like what world does the elevator not close in like two and a half fucking seconds? Right. So now um, she turns her head to the right. She starts rubbing her forearms together. And this is when it gets like I actually have chills. Think I saw I watched this video so many times today. Ew. She rubs her forearms together and waves her hand up to her sides with her palms and her fingers outstretched while bowing forward slightly and rocking gently. Yeah, her arms are moving in such an inhuman way. Yeah, it's well, go, insane. Like well, you watch yeah. it, it's creep. I have in here in all caps. It's fucking creepy as hell. Yeah, and and to say there have been people or like psychologists that have watched this this tape and who have said that her movements can be attributed to a psychosis. Yes. So there there can be a logical, sad, like, psychotic explanation to this. But, but e- wait, but, Yeah, more. but, like, even attributing to that, there's so much craziness surrounding this. Yeah. This story that it is really creepy watching, even though you, 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 like, in reality could possibly just be watching some girl break down, which is really sad. Yeah. It's still crazy unsettling. Her movements, the end of the, it's, <sighs> it's truly, like, it's inhuman to me. Like, yeah. it's, it's, and that just, it, like, it, if I saw someone yeah. in real life do that, I'd be like, 
there is something wrong. Yeah. Like, we Which, need to take them to the hospital. Yeah. Like, they're either having a seizure. Yeah. Like, it kind of resembles, like, when you when you see people have a seizure and their bodies, like, clench up and their hands clench up. Mm-hmm. And they, it it's, kind of re- it's creepy. It's You have to watch it. I'm posting yeah. a video on Instagram. You can YouTube it. Alyssa Lamb. Just type that in. Yeah. Which, like, again, attests to, like, the scary, real, like, sadness that can come with, like, mental problems that aren't addressed or something like yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, so she's doing the insane movements with her body, with her hands, rocking back and forth, all the... I mean, it's just go look at it. And yeah, this can all be the... seen through the door, which remains open. At this point, then, she walks back against the wall and walks away to the left. And as soon as she walks away, the door closes. Like... Like... The second... As soon. Like, the, like literally, as... Like... like uh, there's not... Even like a you word literally for like time that I can think of. I think like the, the millisecond. The time I watched away. it, I was like, my mouth is open, and then immediately when she walks away and it closes, I'm like, I said, I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I literally yelled like crazy loud. Like, I was what? Like, so you're trying to tell me like somehow the elevator happened to have some maintenance glitch until yeah. she walks away the exact second? It's too coincidental. Yeah. Because when she pushes the button and expects it to close, you're like. Wait, maybe, girl, you didn't wait long enough. Yeah. But she does it, like, three times. And you're like, okay, maybe still you didn't wait long enough. And then she walks off and it immediately just... <laughs> you're like, what? It, oh, my God. I have chills. Yeah, it's crazy. Y'all, if you haven't seen it yet, you're going to be up for yourself fucked up. It's so yeah. crazy. So I wrote here, questions, questions, and more questions. My first question I had watching this video, why didn't the elevator doors close? God damn. Second question, um, I didn't mention this, but it looks like at one point she's mouthing and talking to someone and she's gesturing. Yes, them. like when she 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 leans her head out of the yeah. window or, or the window, sorry, the elevator, and it looks like she's talking to somebody yes. outside. Who the fuck is she off talking camera, to? Off Who camera. is she looking at? Is she yeah. is she talking to a specific person? Can, are they a real person? Who are they? What's going on? Why and why and how does she move her hands like that? And then I wrote demons and murders and ghosts. Oh my! Like, Jesus Christ! Because every question this that I going to, I have is answered by more questions. Ugh. It just gets worse from here. So there were several theories that evolved to explain her actions. Um, one was that Lamb was trying to get the elevator car to move in order to escape from someone pursuing her. Yeah. So that's why she was pressing really frantically, looking back and forth, acting really crazy. Um, one ongoing theory about that is the person was holding the elevator from, you know, down the hall or like, cause you know how she would be standing next to the, the wall next to the elevator. And that's where you would select either up or down to go on the elevator. So a theory is that maybe someone was standing there and holding the elevator. Like somehow the person was pausing an elevator. And so she was frantically pressing buttons to try to make it move. Others suggest that she might be under the influence of ecstasy or LSD or some other drug. But um, we'll get to that okay, later. Okay, sorry. And then uh, when her bipolar when her bipolar disorder became known, the biggest theory was that she was having a psychotic break. Yeah, a, which a there's a episode. there's a lot of strong evidence for that, especially with her hand motions. But like the I crazy said before. part is but, there's a lot yeah. of, there's a lot of strong yeah. evidence for every theory that I'll no, talk agreed. About. That's what's just so crazy about this. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so people argued also that the video had been tampered with before being made public. Now, despite the obscuring of the timestamp, which is already incriminating by itself. Yes, yeah. Um, you know, 
They claimed a which goes into like seven other theories of the police are Big Brother or upper level like (laughs) God. Every okay, every sentence I just I have said has led to a conspiracy. (laughs) Every syllable, (laughs) every like every syllable, literally I say has led to a conspiracy theory. Like if if you aren't confused, just Google this and then get confused and get more confused because no one has the answers. No one has the right questions to even Uh -uh. ask. Every question uh-uh. you ask is wrong and right at the same time. Exactly. Just as wrong and right. Exactly. Yeah. So, despite the obscuring ta- the timestamp, they claimed that parts have actually been slowed down of the surveillance that was yeah. revealed. And nearly a minute of the footage has been discreetly, discreetly removed. And um, this could have been done simply to protect the identity of someone otherwise who would be in the video that had nothing to do with the case. Well, yeah. Or to conceal evidence of her disappearance and death at the result of a criminal act. So the fact is, why is that? Yeah, or even missing? yeah, if the parents didn't want that released, that could easily happen. No, exactly. Yeah. But like the question that everyone has is, why is it missing? How come no one's a- answering our questions? And how come they didn't make it an obvious cut? They're trying to hide the fact that it's missing footage. Yeah. So that's one thing. If they're like, this, th- these next thirty seconds are cut out because everyone's like, like, okay, then what the fuck? What the fuck? But I'll <laughs> accept it. But instead, they're not confirming or denying that they cut out footage. Yeah. And that's the big problem here. So. At this, so moving on, the hotel started getting a bunch of complaints from guests saying that the water pressure was low, that it had a weird taste, and that sometimes the water was even black. Yeah. So on February 19th, 18 days since she was last seen, 18 days, hotel staff members found her naked and lifeless body floating in a four-foot by eight-foot water tank. Oh, that's so sad. Corey's laptop went off at the perfect time. That was scary. I turned it on. So how does she get there? First things first, how does she even get access to the roof? It's locked. It's alarmed. The only person people have access to is hotel staff. How? How did it go unnoticed? It can kind of be accessible through a fire escape, the chances of that actually happening is pretty fucking slim. And it is was... noted that it is semi-hidden on the side of the building. Yes. Yeah. It's hidden on the side. Pretty much, if you didn't know that it was there specifically, yeah. you couldn't really access the roof through that. Yeah. And so, like, it would be a very random happenstance that yeah. you ended up to be the, able to The get stars up there. have to line perfectly in order for that situation yeah. to play out, pretty much. Now, apart from the question of how she even got on the fucking roof, so let's say somehow through witchcraft and wizardry, she was on the roof <laughs> by herself. Others ask, if she, let's say she got to the roof, how could she have even gotten to the tank by herself? Because all four tanks are foot by foot, four by eight foot cylinders propped up on concrete blocks. There is no fixed access to them, and the hotel workers had to use a ladder to even look inside oh the water. God. I didn't know that. They are... Yeah, it's not like there's a ladder next to it. They have to fucking bring a ladder. I thought that you could walk up upstairs, to it. Upstairs, put oh. it against the water tanks, climb up. They have to. It's protected by these heavy, heavy, yeah, heavy. Yeah, they're lids. like. It yeah. takes multiple men to even remove it, or even like remove small parts. Yeah, it was like it took like two men to easily move. It, it. took a machine to yeah. even look into oh, it. Okay. And it would and it would be nearly impossible to replace from within. And also, police dogs. When she first went missing, they searched the front. They they searched the room. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't smell a a yeah. scent Which, yeah. of her. Nothing. Nothing at all. No trace. There is people that mention. You know, they didn't necessarily go near 
the water tanks. And she's tanks. in a sealed container with water. But if so. she was around, shouldn't they have found some form of trace on the roof? Yeah, that, that's, an, that's a good argument, but I feel like the opposite argument is just as strong in that case. It is. Yeah. It is. Just but there's just a lot advocate. of evidence. There's a, so many yeah. arguments to yeah. every side. So the p- fact is, at this point, we have a million questions, clearly, but zero answers. Yeah. Zero, zero, zero. How did she get up there? How did she find how to get up there? How did, how did she, she even get in? How get did it up close? to the door? She was found naked. Yeah. How did she get her clothes off? How did she get up to the hatch to open it? How did she even open up the hatch when she got there? Yeah. How did Fuck. she get in? How, how did, did it get closed it? perfectly? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. 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 I'm getting I'm mad so and scared. scared. Okay, so now we're going to go over Oh, the- yeah. You can't see these these holes. I can see these holes constantly. <laughs> <laughs> I can see them in my peripheral, though. Oh, so you can. That's even... Well, this one is peripheral for me, too. And then, like, barely in the in the closet, there's, like, one little shiny thing right now. Oh, it's, it's my wrapping paper. Me. Yeah, it's disturbing the fuck out of Mary me. Mary Crumpus. Fine. Yeah, Mary Crumpus. Okay, so now let's go to the... <laughs> Mary Crumpus. Mary fucking Crumpus. So now let's go into the autopsy reports. So it was ruled as an accident. Um, fuck everything, that shit. <laughs> everything in the autopsy was pretty standard. No, sal- no signs of foul play. No signs of trauma. No drugs. No drugs. Very minimal alcohol in her. Like, this would be the amount of alcohol like that people would test me and Corey... Tomorrow afternoon after a night of drinking. Okay, you know, like okay. Very, like, she obviously so she drank had a past. beer or a glass of wine in the past 36 hours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, there was pooling in her of blood in her anus, and there was sand-like particles on her clothes. What the fuck? Remember those things. I actually did not know about that until you told me that earlier today. Yeah. There was yeah. pooling so, blood in her anus? There was a lot of drama around the autopsy. God, a lot of drama. Woman. One, normal autopsies, especially for these type of cases, wouldn't take that long to complete. Maybe a couple weeks at max. At max. This one took months to complete. Yeah. Like, it was, like, bizarre how long it took to complete. Um, they also ignored completely the sand particles on her clothes. Like, they found fucking sand particles in her clothes, and they just ignored it. Um, they also, in, in I read all the autopsy reports. Like I sat here yeah. and read them, and it's like, wh- whoa. what the fuck? Um, they blamed. They kept on mentioning the bipolar immediately in the autopsy. So it was a quick blame. They're like, oh, they're she... trying to blame technically her, I guess, in that sense. Oh, exactly. They're blaming the or victim. in the narrative. They're trying to be like, it's her, it's her, it's her, it's her. Yeah. So like they're they're ignoring any other possibility of anything happening because they're just saying, oh, she's bipolar. She's on medication. She did it to herself. She's somehow a five foot two woman, like tiny, tiny, tiny woman, somehow bypassed all security, got onto the roof, found a weird random ladder. And I, at least in my re- my remembering of this story, there's a hatch on the ladder. And she, I'm not sure if that's truth, but I remember that being said when I listened to this for the first time on a podcast. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. Like in like like the, the ladder that you have to find to get on uh, like the roof access. Yeah, you have to there's like there's a hatch that covers it that you have to unlock. Oh oh yes yes yeah yeah. Which is like what the fuck? So it's like all these things you know they I, that may not be true though. So Sorry. her, you know they immediately blame their mental illness. They didn't even remotely tantalize the idea of any other possibility. Um, a rape kit was not performed, which is which is ridiculous, especially since there was blood pooled at her anus and incriminating. Let's repeat <laughs> that: a rape kit was not performed on a body that had pooling blood in the anus that was found in a water tank with 
unknown. Naked. 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 Her clothes separated from her body. Did they find the clothes? Yeah, it was in the water tank with her. So she climbed to the water tank, took off her clothes, closed it, and then drowned. Oh, yes. And I, yes. And that is another thing that she accidentally found herself in there and tried to stay afloat with the clothes. Yes. Yeah. God damn. This poor girl. It's incredibly frustrating, this entire thing. And uh, one page of a report has a form with boxes to check as to whether the death was accidental, natural, homicide, suicide, undetermined, the good stuff. Um, in, lar- in large type, insufficient distance from each other, the accident box is dated June 15th. However, three days later, the undetermined box was checked yes, instead. Yes, they were raised and then redone. Yeah. Fuck. So suddenly, like, this autopsy report was super confusing. Different reports were coming out. Half the shit that normally would be run for these type of cases weren't. Yeah. They're ruling a potential murder, potential anything as an as mental illness. I mean, this entire there's so much drama surrounding just the autopsy, regardless of the police investigation, saying how inappropriate this case was handled. Yeah. It's unreal. How many error like there clerical error errors or error. stuff like that? Especially yeah. for how this is such a high-profiled media case. I mean, the entire world is involved, and they still handle it so incorrectly. Yeah. It's shocking. Like, it really makes you think, why yeah. and how? So now let's jump into the fun stuff. Let's jump into the theories, if mm. this isn't already crazy enough for y'all. The, let's, like, 10% of all the theories. So <laughs> before I go into this, I just want to make sure everyone understands that every theory I go into – I could make a podcast episode about each one. Yeah. What I'm telling you is not even remotely close to the full information. We could easily make a 45-minute podcast yeah. on each of these Which theories. is tempting. Maybe in the future we will. Like, we Jesus. have, like, time yeah. on our side and we God have, like, damn. series, but not now. The fact is, if you want to research this, good luck because it's unbelievable. This is, this is the first podcast I've researched that I was, like – I can't do anymore after three <laughs> I need to hours. limit my tabs. Yeah. I need. I had, like, over, like, 12 tabs. Yeah. And I was, like <laughs> – and all of them have contradicting information. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So it's kind of like, who do you want to believe? Yeah. Which, like, journalist do you want to believe in this case? So the first theory is that she did it to herself, which is the most obvious one. Suicide, yeah. mental illness is a huge culprit. And we've already talked about that yeah. multiple times throughout this episode. Which, like, I just, like, I mean, I've heard about this over the past three years. And it does, like, the... Like, again, I just want to say, like, the ethical problems of bringing this up in our podcast and romanticizing it and making it a spectacle. Like, if that is really what happened, like, that is so sad. Yeah. And I'm, like, not trying to be PR in any sense. I really do, like, feel, like, bad if, like, this is really what happened and then we just all made it into this big fiasco. It's true. Just to make our lives more interesting. And that's a good point. Maybe she did just end up killing herself and... That we all got so stuck on the elevator video yeah. that we can't think of anything Exactly. Else. But then that's what, like, gets me so fixed on this story is because while I listened to the pod- to a podcast that brought this up, it's called, what was it called? Uh, Things They Don't Want You to Know. Mm. Uh, that's the first time I heard this, like, three or two years ago. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And I went home and I was like, man, I wish that, like, as you said, like, every m- other speck of evidence just brings up three different questions exactly and so this just like is so it could be it could obviously just be oh she stopped taking her meds like a few days before yeah 
and she went crazy. She had a psychotic breakdown and she killed herself. But yeah. then there's so many what ifs. How did she do this? That it is could not be that. Yeah, exactly. And so so yeah. So sorry. Sorry to butt in. No, no. Bet in all you want because Corey is familiar with this case, so it's super fun. I mean, it's just it's too much for one person to talk oh, about. Oh yeah. This could have like, been like a that. four combined, like a <laughs> right? Four parter combined. Episode. We have like we teach Boos and Simone English. Yeah, and Simone's they like share their so theories. yeah the Illuminati. <laughs> so. <laughs> She just starts speaking. I'm like, like we're leaving forever. <laughs> so the first big theory is that she did it to herself. Um, we've talked about this throughout the entire podcast. You know, people believe that she had obviously some sort of mental break. It was apparent that she stopped taking her medication a few days prior before this started happening. Um, people believed, you know, she might have got access to the roof through either a door left ajar. You know, someone fucked up on their yeah. job. Totally possible. Totally Mistake possible. can happen. Maybe she did find out about the fire escape. Totally, e- totally possible too. It's it's not but it's not crazy hard, but it's not easy at her all. Her getting on the roof is one thing, but her getting the water tank is another. God, and that's what's important. That is to remember. the biggest just because what the fuck. like the suicide to me claims would make sense if the water tank was not involved. Like if she was found on the roof, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, this would not be a story. But since she climbed into the water tank somehow, climbed up, did did the hatch got in, closed it perfectly on top of her, undressed herself, drowned without any signs of struggle or trauma, anything. She looks just like a body No, yeah, she doesn't have, there. like, bruises anywhere yeah, or it's, anything. It, she's a five-foot-two, tiny, tiny woman. I'm five-foot-three, and I know for a fact I couldn't do this. Yeah. You know, it's just Lift so... a door that, like, two men have to, un- like, open. Yeah, it's, like, insane. Doesn't so the door weigh, like, at least 25 pounds or something like that? It was at least 25 pounds, but the fact is, like, it's so small. It's, like, a foot and a half entrance, like, clearance into the actual water tank. Yeah. And um, they actually had to use a machine to cut it open to get her body out. God. Um, the next big theory is that she was high on drugs and she did it to herself. No drugs found in her system. No that theory's out the system. window. Sorry, fuck you. Um, the <laughs> other one... Sorry, fuck your theory. ...was that she was killed and raped. And this is where there's... Just from that one sentence, there will be hundreds of different theories as yeah. to who did it, as to why, as to how many, as to when, as to, like, any variation where of they? a sentence she was murdered can, can be. That equals what this case is. So some of the biggest ones... Um, you know, if, so one, just to note, you know, if you do look at the elevator footage at about, it's like three minutes and something, I forgot what it is. Um, it looks like you can actually see someone's foot following after her. It's like bizarre. Like you watch it, you look at the shadow. That's disturbing. It's right before she leaves and the elevator closes. She leaves and then like half a millisecond later, like a foot follows her. No. Yeah, and that would be someone standing against the door of, like, the elevator. Like, standing directly outside. Yeah, like, holding the elevator closed. Oh, my God, maybe they know there's a camera in there. Exactly, so they're hiding themselves. Oh, my God, every hair on the back of my neck is standing there. This hole right next to me. No, every hole right now. Fuck my holes. Fuck my holes, fuck your holes, fuck Boos's holes. Fuck Fuck our listeners' holes. Boos is like, what? I'm scared. I'm Um, scared. Yeah. You know, she also looks incredibly scared when she's in the elevator. Maybe she's trying to hide from her pursuer. She's clicking multiple buttons multiple times. Like, she's trying to close the door. She's obviously is in a panic, is very anxious, somewhat hysterical. Um, Some people think that maybe one person killed her, dumped her body. Some some people think that multiple people did. Some people think maybe she got to the roof because she was having some psychotic break. 
she saw a group of guys that like were drinking beers because it is known that there were like beer cans up there yes. and stuff. Yes, that is another yes. Um, so maybe she f- ran into a group of guys. This is Skid Row, Los Angeles. So shit, shit, yeah. shit, guys. No they offense. rape her and then just toss exactly. her body. Exactly, they race, rape her. There's enough dudes. Yep. Toss her into the fucking uh, water tank. Uh, rape kit was never performed. So who? It maybe she Why was raped. Why the fuck was that not performed? We wouldn't know. It should have been performed. That is standard for this if type of case. If you find a body naked, period. Naked. Why would you a, not perform? A disappearance. A rape kit should have been performed. Right? So With a may- weird ass video. And the thing was, maybe it was performed. Maybe they're not giving us the results. Maybe well, they're hiding it. No, and that's and a whole I other layer to this. Yeah, I don't remember all of the details. But when you talked about how things have been erased and stuff like that, I vaguely remember that something was released and then redacted. Oh, on top yeah. of things, but I could be totally wrong, so I don't really want to say much more. Well, there's so much but information like there, in this case, you yeah. could be 100% Like, I right. feel like there's something, there's another layer of the reports yeah. on top of just some things being erased and re and rechecked. I yeah. think something was released and then redacted immediately. Interesting. But I don't know. Like, I think there's another layer, but I don't remember there's exactly what it was. Everything I say, there is at least two more layers. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. So, there's that theory that, you know, she was, like, gang-banged and raped yeah. and all that terrible stuff. God damn. Um, let's see. Some people also think that hotel staff members had killed her because they had full access to the room. And they would know that there is a video yeah. out camera in the elevator. Exactly. They would know where the videos are. They would know the angles. How to hold vi- how to hold elevators. They where would know how to get to the roof. How to get to the how roof. To they would have access to it. How to open the water tank. They would have every single question we have could be answered by a hotel member as to how it Jesus could happen. Christ. And so that's a really a lot of people think it could be a hotel staff member. Um, and it, it does make a lot of sense, really think yeah. about it, that it could be one. Um, however, you know, her autopsy does not show any signs of struggle or trauma. But there was blood around her anus, like I said. I didn't know that. That's so crazy. Maybe she was raped. I don't know. Rape tests are never formed, like we talked about. So all the theories we have about her being raped and all that, it's gone now. Her body's... It, this was five years ago. So sad. It's yeah. like if someone did perform a rape test and they're not releasing that knowledge or they do, they're they not pursuing anything yeah. off of that. Which we don't know. Like, I mean, I'm not learned in criminal like they might. I don't know how California studies. is. Yeah. Maybe the there. parents could get that result and they don't want to release it. Yeah. I do not know if like, you know, we yeah. don't know the. Like, but the fact is, though, let's say she was raped. Public release. Let's say she was laws. raped and they did not pursue it or they i don't know i feel like yeah. if they did do a rape kit and it tested positive for rape even they didn't release it to the public i hope that they actually looked into that and they did something to try to find whoever semen was inside of yeah her. but again like yeah we don't know the laws and what they have to release and yeah. if the if the if the parents didn't want anything released maybe that is half or may even all of what it's adding to the speculation yeah exactly because they're like we don't want this to happen everybody just needs to move on with their lives yeah which is valid. So, yeah. Every layer, like I said, everything Again, else, no, yeah. Every everything could be so easily proved and debunked at yes. the same time. It is so crazy. It's so confusing. <laughs> so this next one, I was talking to Corey about this earlier. Um, so some people believe she was she was investigating the invisible light agency that was located in the hotel. Oh, my God. And they drugged and killed her, killed her because she found out too much. So this is super far-fetched. This is crazy. This is fucking crazy and, like, just could be a whole fucking TV series based on this. <laughs> so she actively posted on her social media accounts articles after articles about um, undercover schemes by the U.S. government to create cloaking devices. 
and all that crazy shit. People believe that she went to because you know she stayed at the Cecil Hotel, which is a super super shitty shitty poor hotel. Has a creepy supernatural history already. Why? Why would she go there? Why would she choose there? Being a like a single woman all by herself. And there's other traveling in a foreign country. Exactly. And there's other budget friendly options around. Why there? And that's when people saw the light agency, the invisible light agency was there. So they're like, well, maybe she was investigating. She was just like taking it upon herself to investigate a government agency that specialized in cloaking devices. Oh my God. And this is where it gets extra crazy because some, pe- some people believed that an invisible agent cloaked by the cloaking device she was investigating is in the video. from the light agency is what killed her. And that's why she was going, being hysterical and super scared because she couldn't actually see the person. I'm so disturbed. <laughs> and I said, I'm sorry. This is crazy and scary. Kind of funny. My, not I want funny. my body out of the closet. <laughs> it's like so fucking scary um, that the government could be involved. Um, one other super crazy coincidence is at this time when her body was found, there was a huge tuberculosis outbreak in Skid Row, Whoa. which where this hotel was located. And the tuberculosis um, vaccine at the time was called Lamb-Elisa. And her name's Elisa Lamb. Oh, my God. Coincidence? I don't know. Was it the government wait, doing clues? Wait, what? Yeah. No one knows. It's too coincidental. Was it because she was her body was found? Was it it's the government? It's called Lamb Elisa? Lamb dash like Elisa. Isn't that oh weird? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's the one where I'm like, I have nothing. Like, no one has anything to know why the fuck that was a thing. I don't have nothing. I don't want nothing. I don't have anything. <laughs> fuck that. Okay, next next theory. <laughs> Fuck that theory. Next. Fuck that theory. Next theory. Too real. Um, some people believe that she was possessed by a demon and or spirit. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of body language experts that have re- that have reviewed the found footage, you know, time after time after time again. Some people believe it was a psychotic break. Mm-hmm. Some people believe maybe she was possessed um, because her movements and her body language was bizarre. Our creep. Um, the way she twists her arms and feet. Um, it's very, very similar to dramatizations that we see of possessions and exorcisms. Yeah. It's pretty, like I mentioned earlier, it's pretty inhuman. Like yeah. I watched it and I was like, mm-hmm. that's not, but I, yeah. that's not human. But and then again, if you watch someone that has a seizure, it looks like their, their limbs it, it are bending in. It looks very valid. Yeah. Another theory people have is some people believe the ghost of the serial killer Richard Ramirez killed her. She's, he's the Night Stalker. Again, that kind of plays into the Invisible Soldier thing. She was looking around for someone. She couldn't see anybody. She was really scared. So maybe because he was a serial killer that killed at the hotel, maybe he was one that killed her. Some people believe even that the Illuminati sacrificed her. Some people believe it even had to do with the with the Bible. Going back to how she was possessed, when she was hitting those random numbers, people believe the numbers she hit um was related to specific Bible verses that were used to cast out demons. Oh, God. And you can actually look at the Bible verses. Um, there's just so much here going on. But uh, if you look at the numbers she pressed in the Bible verses, they do actually have to do with casting out demons oh. and whatnot. But some people believe she was possessed and she was trying entering the Bible like verses in the elevator code. Only, yeah. Going fast and hysterical to try to release the demon. She couldn't. She was looking back and forth looking for help, but she couldn't get it. And the last crazy... Theory. Um, you you saved it for the last. I am so spooked. It's out three right or two now. in the morning. No, it's the elevator game. Oh. 
This is scary. So the elevator green is the craziest, most bizarre, and rabbit holy theory out there. Of every theory I've mentioned, the elevator game's the most insane one. Well, other than the Invisible Man. Like in Illuminati, yeah. And like the Illuminati. I couldn't even begin to get into that one because I was like... That's just like... I was like, Corey and I are now part of the Illuminati, so like I can't legally... I'm just kidding. We can't. We can't. (laughs) During the time when when she was killed or whatever the fuck happened or yeah. her body is found in korea the elevator game was like crazy 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 popular yeah uh pretty much i'm not going to tell you exactly how to do it because i'm not that type of person but I i'll give you a want, brief yeah. overview um the elevator game is when you enter an elevator on the first floor by yourself and you press a series of elevator numbers eventually landing on five i will not tell you this elevator numbers you can google it if you're interested but i'm not promoting that because i think this is dangerous um once you reach the fifth floor a woman is supposed to walk in. Do not look at her. <laughs> so out. Do not talk to her because she's a fucking demon. Do not mm. do anything towards her. She will enter and she will try to communicate with you because once you start communicating with her, she has you. Um, as mm. she enters, plus fl- floor, press floor two. If it goes up instead of down, that means you, suspe- you successfully entered a different dimension, plane of existence, other known as... Um, also known as the other world, according to every yeah, Reddit. Think Mirror Realm ish stuff. Mirror Realm, totally. Like, how do you say "daddy" in Mirror Realm? Like, this <laughs> right. is how you fucking do it. Um, now, if you do anything wrong during this process, you're fucked. You're fucked. You're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah, like if you do the the correct succession, which we will not go into, yeah. and you get to the point of the person walking in, if you fuck up after that, you are supposedly fucked. stuck. Yeah, you're stuck. That's the whole thing. You're supposedly stuck until you either someone get back to the elevator and enter the keys backwards. Yeah. Um, uh, though that's the way to get. Yeah, out and of it. there's all different speculation and and like legend of the exact combination. Because um, le- urban legends. Yes. Oh, this is actually the second to last thing that I have. Oh god. The second to last theory. Um. Now, like I said, if you do anything during this time wrong, you're fucked. So people believe that Elisa Lamb tried the elevator game and she fucked up. Yeah. Um, her body was found in a nearly impossible place because a demon and or an otherworldly being put it there. Put her sense. there. And it explains her, like, confusion of the door not opening and opening, but yeah. her looking out. And why she was right pressing in. the number so hysterically because yeah. she played it. And then suddenly, like, the door wasn't opening and this and that. And un- in-, in this otherworldly world... Um, you are the only one around. Everything's dark. Everything's confusing. It is meant to confuse you, so you can't. It is escape. literally supposed to be you and that. So it that truly other being. explains. Yeah. Like, let's say this theory is true. It actually does explain exactly what happened to her because she yeah. played the game. She did it wrong. A demon entered, which we cannot see. Yeah. She is confused. She is scared. She's trying to escape. She's uh. the only one on the floor because that's how the game works. She failed. Her body ended up Ooh. in the tank. And maybe so she was disturbed. alive when she was in the demon put her in the tank and she was drowned to death. Maybe the demon killed her. Fuck knows how demons kill people. Now, there are tons and tons and tons of stories online of people doing the elevator games. Um, Sets them that nothing happens. Other people have terrifying accounts of the other world. There's a VR game called the elevator game. It's there's this creepy. One, there's this wonderful gay YouTube gamer that plays it and it's hilarious and <laughs> super good. scary. Yeah. Um, that it is like I was just reading some of the accounts and I had to stop and walk away because it was so scary to me. Yeah. It's insane. Um, and so that is probably one of the most popular and out there theories about her disappearance slash death. Um, like we said, 
if you were just to believe it, just to believe it, it makes perfect sense. But if you're skeptical, you won't. But that is all I will really go into the elevator game. You can research it a bit more by yourself, but I'm not going to promote it. So, but that's why people believe that she was part of it because luck, the babe. way her mannerisms were and how she was acting and how the elevator game was supposed to go. Yeah. Um, the last theory is that the girl in the video is actually her ghost. Um, some people believe wow. that something paranormal took place um, that led her to her death or disappearance. Maybe this is the elevator game. So maybe so these theories are kind of hand in hand in a sense. So one theory is Elisa is in the elevator for a long time. The elevator um, door just won't close. Um, some believe it's because that Elisa actually died earlier that day, and the woman in the Whoa. video is her ghost. And so I the door no, is not I recognizing someone in the elevator, so that's why it's not closing. Um, that's oh, what, man. yeah. The elevator doesn't recognize her because she's deceased. And that kind of plays hand in hand with the elevator game because maybe she's already killed and she's just trying to escape, but she can't because her body's already in a tank. It's just she's confused and hurt and scared and Whoa. anxious. So she eventually leaves to go find. I have like tears in my eyes and chills on my body. It's so scary. That's so intense. And so those theories kind of go hand in hand the elevator game and that she's her ghost. That's the, so sad. The fact is. Nothing makes. I literally wrote this all because I was so fucking done and so sad. I said nothing makes sense, and I'm sad. Researching this will send you into an endless spiral of threads, blogs, articles, and videos. Everyone disagrees about something, and nothing makes fucking sense. I give up. I'm fucked. Elisa um, Lamb killed herself. Was killed, or a ghost slash demon killed her. The fact is, she somehow died and ended up in the water tank with zero explanation of how and why. Anyways. So just yeah, whether it like? was. Nothing makes sense. Yeah, like it's just so sad because every every option is just either sad, scary, or maddening. And nothing because you makes have like perfect sense. maddening conspiracies of yeah. like Illuminati and government, to and demons, then just scary games, demons yeah. in elevator games to sad suicide, suicide yeah. and mental health. But the fact is, every single theory does not answer every question, so nothing's a perfect yeah. match. So the suicide Ugh. might match a and c but not about b yeah. or the demons might match a and b but not about c so it's like nothing totally matches so maybe it's a combo of all of them maybe it's none of them maybe we're so disconnected from other explanations yeah. or other planes of existence or knowledge that we can't accept it yeah i don't know what it is but like literally just there rest in peace her and blessings good vibes to her family and that's what and that's Sorry, the real the tragedy of the situation is this is as frustrating as it is as a member of society to look at this case think about her family imagine this was her. your daughter yeah like i don't know what it even feels like to have a daughter but if i did and she disappeared and it was like this how frustrating that would be yeah and, and i hope i hope the reality is we have all this speculation because they ha- they got the truth and they didn't want it released yeah and one can hope that, but maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. But the fact is, like, it's so heartbreaking and sad what happened to the family, and it's devastating what happened to Lisa Lamb. And whatever happened to her, I fucking hope it never happens to anyone else. And she's a, yeah. And all that being said, like, no matter what you say about this case, it will only lead to questions. And so that all being said, my question to you is, anyways, how's your sex how's life? How's my sex life? It's good. <laughs> So y'all know that like we're recording this in session because we're gone for the holidays, but we're still giving you the fucking episodes, so don't bitch. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you guys. But I guess I, we could, oh, let's talk about New Year's resolutions. 
Okay, talk about New Year's resolutions. Okay. That's a good thing to talk yeah, about. Yeah, you go first. Okay, so my New Year's resolutions are basic, 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 basic. Uh-huh. One being to obviously basic, work out basic, more. Basic, basic, basic. I, make, I make that my resolution every year. Oh, yeah. But also, this next year, it's potential that I could, like, be getting married. Yes. <laughs> so I really want to make sure that my body's yeah, at my, yeah, like, my yeah, peak yes, 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 dream yeah. body. Yeah. So my honeymoon's, like, hot as hell. Cute. So that I have an actual goal, an actual, like destination to do with my yeah. body instead of like i want to be hot for myself yeah. my other new year's resolution i want to make to lose lose a pound of weight because he's too fat he's 20 pounds he's like i'm so stoned he's like i hate that goal i know he's like <laughs> fuck you and your fucking weight loss he's like don't put your new year's resolutions on me yeah he's like did you ask me do you have my consent for yeah, that resolution? I don't have consent. and then my other goal is um two nights a week i want to put away my phone and all social media and TV and just read books. Damn, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. Yeah. For I the think... entire night after work? Yeah. Yeah. Just like I come hard. home, we make dinner, and then after that, put everything, like charge our phones, just read. Yeah. And just spend time together. Yeah. Because like watching TV, it's still spending time together, but like we could also be it's sitting like, and talking with someone. It's cheap Toulouse time And talking together. about like our day and this and that and like reading a book. I the don't know. coolest thing to do is instead instead of just doing, like a book is great, yeah, but yeah. like find things activities to do or crafts yeah like even go for a bike ride like something to do for a night just so we're not because you know like every night watching tv at the end it's always bothered me doing that Uh like as much as i love tv i'm like i could always be doing something else yeah it's just the easiest thing to do yeah so that's because it's instant it's instant entertainment it's perfect for millennials instant gratification because we're entertained so i want to like either ride a bike or like go on a bike ride with jordan or read a book or like sit and just do something yeah when i when i go visit my family i encourage us to do activities even like do a puzzle like something like like that just to be doing something instead of just sitting and watching something did you hear that yeah okay we're We're, ignoring we're ignoring (laughs) we're moving on but no again no seriously yeah i like always am like hey like does any mom do you have like an art craft that you need to do or like is there something in the yard that we need to do yeah so that we can just all do something together because it ends up being way more fun. Like we, yeah. I asked that when we got this path for Thanksgiving, sorry, I hit the thing. When <laughs> we got there for Thanksgiving, I was like, Hey mom, what do you, are you, do you need a craft to do or that we can help you with? And she was like, no. And then like an hour later she was like, Oh wait. Yeah. I said that I would make an entire cardboard box train. Oh. And I'm like, wait, what? My mom's <laughs> like, my mom's awesome. Yeah. She like fucking became a nurse at age 48 or something she's like that badass. she's a badass and <laughs> and then she was like oh yeah she's like 53 now and she was gonna make an entire cardboard train that's like three times as big as her yes and so i was like okay yeah we're gonna help you so we went and got refrigerator cardboard boxes oh, and fun. made a train that we're gonna turn into the hogwarts express for our nephews or oh. for yeah oh yeah it, oh. it's literally as big as like the entire room like she made like it's literally as tall as i am that's ins- yeah. Do you hear that? Some of that I'm maybe doing, but not all of that. <laughs> oh my god. No, yeah. It's time to go to bed. <laughs> no, well, some of it is like. I'm sure it's just from our mics. That is no. me. Some of that is me moving. It was like it like felt like something was like a big like stomp in the background. Oh well, uh, no. Some of that is me when I when I moved backwards a little bit. My knee sort of hit the table okay. that is connected to our. Too late. I'm scared. Yeah. Right. Too well, late. Well, that's amazing that you guys do that. What no. are your What are some of your new New Year's resolutions? Um, 
again, like New Year's resolutions, I'm not big on them. Yeah. And but mostly the New Year's is just again another month and then just a bigger milestone month to just reiterate like, hey, I need to focus on this, 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 and this. Yeah. Number one is work out more. And that and then hmm, I don't know. <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> just like working out and getting healthier and just better. like Making the smarter choice. Adulting and growing. Yeah, just making the smarter choice and just yeah. being able to, like, give up stuff for now for better. Yeah. Like, way of life, going to bed earlier, just, like, waking up at the right time. Yeah. Stuff like that. I guess just making the smarter choice. Just making the smarter choice and being an adult about and, it. And definitely growing our podcast. That's a big one. Yeah, I'm excited. And even though we're doing this just for us, it's just so fun to have people listen to us and, like, get involved with our podcast and our little freaky podcast fam. So I definitely just want to grow this podcast so other yeah, people be can fun. enjoy it. And that'd then, be so fun. Yeah, our listener stories will be fun, and we can just interact more with our listeners, and it'd just be so great. And it's something for us to do every week. It's so nice because, like, even, like, research is fun to do this, and then every night, like, once a week we have just a night where I'm like, okay, we're just going to talk about spooky shit. Yeah, don't have to worry about yeah, anything else. Yeah, and then get, like, a little tipsy. It's so or nice. Or drunk. <laughs> Depends. Well, yeah. Well, Happy New Year's, everyone. Yeah. Happy New Year's. Happy 2019. Here's to better all of us. Ooh, and, and something that I haven't talked about that I'll probably talk about. What are we doing? Next week, we're doing... Oh, so confusing. Our recording Oh, uh, We won't talk much for the listener episodes, right? Yeah, we won't talk oh, much. Oh, okay. Well, if we do, it doesn't matter. I can edit this out. But also, the, uh, the new uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch Christmas episode came out oh. today. Today? Yeah, it came out literally today, and we're recording we this on the fifteenth. Yeah, I want to watch it. I'm super we'll excited. Everyone's here. Yeah, I'm so excited That'll for be so it. Fun. Well, I yay. wanted to watch it today, but I was like, "Fuck, I need to watch the Krumpus shit." Well, Merry Krumpus and Happy New Year. Merry Krumpus, Happy New Year. <laughs> and that being said, our question to you guys is: Anyways, how's your sex life? Ah, uh, yes. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye, guys. <laughs>